years ago Just some football talk and some football bros We grabbed a microphone and some hot take sauce Talk wave a wire and trade trash of cars Like a maximum Chat nice, relaxed and fair Is it hell because Yogi's here? Don't get caught on those Welshman's hooks So Jack won't win by hook or by crook Ross, Maddie, Rob, Scott and Robert too Oh, Sean, Kenny, I kinda knew And don't forget Oh, don't forget It's a game of two hours Maximum Good evening and welcome to the latest episode of the Maximum Friction Podcast. Uh, I'm sat on Zoom in my room. Jack, good afternoon. How are you? Dan, I am good. Thank you. I am also sat in a room on Zoom. Room on Zoom. So uh, Rocking rock Saturday afternoon activities. <laughs> I know, right? We are like rock and roll. I turn 30 soon and this is how I'm spending the weekend of my birthday. Um, but yeah. I, used to. To, be, to be honest, wouldn't have it any other way, bud. Um, <laughs> I'm spending time with a good mate, talking football, giving some shit to the players in our league because I'm top of the league and five and one. Yeah. <laughs> and um, looking forward to seeing how our prediction points and if I manage to stretch my lead any further. Um, so what we're going to do this evening is run through last week's fixtures have a little chat about that, do some previews for this week coming. Uh, we got the lovely advantage of the fact that games are kicking off an hour earlier tomorrow with the clocks going back in the UK. So that's very nice. And uh, Jack's got his bargain basement team, which has got a few surprises in it, having from last week. And uh, then we'll uh, finish off with a bit of NFL. Jack's has been a bit of a big week. Um, so yeah, let's, uh, let's crack on. Let's have a look at last week. Where should we start, mate? Should we, should we, let's start with your game. You uh, beat Candy really easily. <laughs> yeah, I did get a little bit worried at one point, um, which was, uh, but, but I mean, Deshaun Watson was a, that overtime game, it was such a good game um, to watch, that, uh, that Texans Titans game. Um, but he was uh, throwing, he threw four touchdowns. Um, he just kept throwing touchdowns. It kept happening. Um, and the score kept creeping up and up and up and up and up. Uh, luckily, um, Andy Dalton proved to be as Andy Dalton as we thought he was. Um, and Gallup and Schultz combined for less than 10 points. So, and also Nikhil Harry is shit. I, I, don't, I said this, I said he was a bust in one of my dynasty leagues uh, the other day. And they were just like, oh, you can't say that. He, he caught a touchdown and did this thing. And I was like, he's a bust. Like, he, he ran the wrong way or the wrong route on that final play for Cam on that game mm. and was nowhere near it. Um, he, he did have that one lovely catch, but, like, some of the receivers that – there was an article, some of the receivers that got taken after him, they took that guy in the first round. Like, it's, it's, he's not a first-round receiver. Like, what is he, two years in and he hasn't developed at all? That's a bust. Yeah, yeah, he kind of reminds me. Oh, I need to find the guy's name. He was drafted by the Rams at Cincinnati probably about six years ago. Um, oh, what was his name? And he he basically could only, he couldn't run routes. So they, like, gave him, when he was at college, it was fine. He was better than everyone. But the Rams drafted him thinking he'd be good and he was trash. Oh, what was his name? 
he can only literally run like the super secret route where you tell him he just runs what he runs and if he gets open the QB throws the ball to him oh my god is that not football? <laughs> yeah it's just a shame because I can't I can't remember what his name is now Steve will know Steve will remember him because um, he was a Rams bust and Steve will always remember things like that but um, yeah good win first rounder may have been I will, I will research. I'll do some research while you're talking. Nice. Um, but yeah, you won, got the three and three. Candy falls to three and three. Um, he said he was on a bye, so he wasn't, wasn't that happy. Um, Change that mid-game. Yeah. Um, and then we go on to, to Matt Robert. 194. Oh, before we go on to Matt Robert, one thing I wanted to say about yours was, I'm surprised you didn't play Claypool you pick all your receivers scored really good points for you but I'm surprised after picking up Claypool and his amazing four touchdown performance you didn't put him in I I, I was just on the fence all over the place because I've I've got a good receiving room um and I'm weak at, I'm weak at running back but I'm I've got really good receivers and you try picking between AJ Brown Calvin Ridley Stefan Diggs mm. uh Jameson Crowder and Claypool it's it's not easy uh so I just it's a toss up uh it's a toss up again this week and I'll start a different set of 3 so let's see how it goes fair enough um but yeah we move on to to Matt Robert versus Ross he uh completely and utterly smashed him Ross was saying like please leave up next time Ross lost loses first game of the season Matt wins his first game of the season the only thing Matt could have done to improve his team would have been to play Matt Ryan uh, after you told him to start Tannehill because he scored four more points than him uh but with 40 points from Derek Henry 36 from Justin Jefferson and then you know, after we panned him for the last few weeks, Kenyon Drake turns up with 29 points. Uh, nobody was beating Matt this week. That week of scoring may well end up winning him the scoring title for the highest score of a week of the year. Um, Ross looking very mm. sorry on 75 points. Yeah, um, just the it took it took a little while, but all of his players turned up. Um, mm. And if Mostert hadn't gone out halfway through the game, he would have he would have carried on. And probably gone really, really about, well. he'd have probably gone up 200 points. Yeah. Um, do we think that Matt now will make the playoffs? I mean, it's difficult for him to make the playoffs at this point. Um, he could He's got to basically in. go undefeated and scrape in, but it could happen. He's got the right players. He has got the right players. He's got to manage his buys a little bit better um, and figure out how he's going to manage them as he moves on. Um, but, I mean, having Tannehill, Henry, and... Um, I mean that as a base is pretty good, so I think he'll be okay. He needs to go. If he loses one, he's he's done though. So mm. we'll see. We'll see. Could be a bit of a bold claim. Um, going on to the other one and five teams now because Scott won a game. Well done, Scott. <laughs> he beat Jarman, who's also trash. Um, Jarman's only contributions this year other than his trash play has been his excellent team names. Uh, he didn't really have one for Scott, but he has dropped one already. For this week coming up, he's playing Ross, and he's called him Ross the Playoff FIFA. And for all of you that don't know what FIFA is, that's first in, first out. <laughs> so he's basically calling Ross trash. Um, but Scott managed to win a game, 99 points. Uh, Jarman slips to one and five. Got lots of one and five teams in the league. There's four of them, and they all suck. Um, and moving on from that, it was Matty losing to Viney to go to one and five. Viney somehow four and two. Um, despite... a a performance from his quarterback and his starting running back of 11.4 points between them uh, still managed to beat 
Matty's team. So that shows how trash Matty is. Um, yeah, not great. I think the Steelers' defense uh, is carrying him mm-hmm. quite a lot. Yeah, and uh, and then before we talk about last week's game of the week, the Butto Bowl, um, Yogi clearly no experts here changed his name mid-game, um, beating Sean one hundred twenty-nine to ninety-one. Sean having like won a couple of games is really quite struggling now the last last week in this, and he's got a few key buys up when I play him this week. Um, but yeah, Yogi doing well after his losing his first game and having a bit of a tantrum. He's now five and one. Yeah, which, I mean, we could have seen coming um, mm-hmm. based on the, the amount of people he's got in his team. He is a little bit light at uh, tight end now, as Zach Ertz is now on IR. Yeah. Um, so he's a little bit light there. The Bears' defense uh, are doing pretty well for him. And, I mean, he's just got good players, hasn't he? Uh, Julio came back with a bang last week. Um, so let's wait till his next hamstring injury. Uh, and I think that will coincide with um, Yogi's next loss, to be honest. Mm. Um, and then, yeah, the Butto Bowl. Uh, Steve was the favourite to win. He got out into a bit of a lead, and then I managed to start clawing it back, clawing it back. And although he'd scored double the points I had coming into the Monday night games, Kyler Murray scored 30 points, Travis Kelsey scored 18. And with um, him catching both of Mahomes' touchdowns, I managed to negate the impact of Steve having Mahomes. Um, T Higgins scoring points for me again I picked him up and ended up cutting AJ Green because he seems to be doing much better there um, and although I've now cut him Keelan Cole, 18 points for me great one week pickup. he's now off the roster and gone um, yeah good call good call that's the Keelan Cole is one of those is that the definition of that player mm. that one that has he has a good week and you're like oh, I'll grab him from the waiver wire and I'll start him um, and then he's trash for two weeks. You drop him. Someone else picks him up the week after, and he gets really good points. And then they drop him. So someone else picks him up again, and then he's trash. He's that player. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, I think uh, Robert Tunyon disappointed for Steve, which I think he was always Tunyon. Sorry, mm. the pronunciation's been corrected. Apparently, um, he just apparently everyone called him Tunyon for two years, and because he wasn't relevant, he was just like, ah, oh, fuck it, who cares. And now he's because he's like in the national media. He's like, actually, my name's Tunyon. <laughs> um, but Steve got a lot of points out of his kicker, Young Hoku. Twenty-four points. That's a strong performance from a kicker there. That's a very strong performance um, from a kicker. And the Dolphins' defense. Yeah, um, shutting out the Jets. Who would have called that? Um, and then mm. twenty points. Yeah, the sh- complete <laughs> shutout. Though I was like, oh, that's surprising. Look at the offense they were facing, man. Joe Flacco. Um, Frank Gore, Braxton Berrios, Bashar mm. Perryman, and uh, Chris Herndon. Yeah. So. Um, but, you know, Ravens' defense, had they not tried to throw the game against Philadelphia, would have scored 20-odd-plus points because they got six sacks, three forced fumbles, but just conceded quite a few points. So, um, yeah. I'm loving the, um, the double-headers on Monday nights. Mm. Obviously, it's because of COVID, so that's not great. But... Um, the, the double headers are really playing havoc with the whole because, because you'd only ever have one, maybe two players in mm-hmm. those games, and now people can can have half a lineup in those two games. So it's it is changing the how long we're paying attention, I think, which is good. Hmm. But between the combination of, of Ross losing and me winning quite well, I've soared to the top of the table now um, with 832.4, which is most in the league. Um, mm-hmm by a good 30-odd points from Ross. So I, I'm feeling pretty good. I'm, I like my team at the moment. I'm playing some good matchups, I think. And 
yeah, it, it's it's quite a fun year for me so far. Yeah. Um, so I will say now because mm-hmm. the only one in our predictions that we picked differently was I picked Steve, you picked you. Mm-hmm. So that's one up for you. Everything okay. else we picked the same. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, yeah, we'll we'll take that. Um, Jarman had he picked his best possible lineup and actually done it. He got worst manager this week. Um, had he picked his best possible lineup, he'd have beaten poor old Scotty. Um, but yeah, decided not to. He's not having a good year fantasy wise at all. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, going back to uh, I've been doing research. Going back to your Rams receiver mm. that you, you didn't like. He said it was yeah. definitely from Cincinnati. Yeah, definitely from Cincinnati. Was it in the same year as Sam Bradford and was it called Mardi Gilliard? Mardi Gilliard, that's the boy. Mardi Gilliard. He, he, he ripped it up at Cincinnati. Um, small school, but decent conference. They drafted him. He couldn't run routes. He was ended up being a big bust. Um, and it turns out that, yeah, they used to just teach him to get open, just run the super secret mode, just go, just do what you want to do. And sometimes it would work and sometimes it wouldn't. To be fair, though, because right, we when we were talking about him, we were, comparing, we were trying to find comparison for Nikhil Harry. Gilead went in the fourth round. Mm. So to have a... What, what was, uh, what's Harry? Arizona State, I think? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, Arizona State. And to have him in the first round as, as the receiver, I think that's a rare miss from, Bill. The, uh, from Big Bill. Mm. Yeah. But he hasn't really been that great at drafting wide receivers. Really, he's not been good at drafting in the first round. Mm-hmm. Just anyone, if you just wait, just trade out of it. Just keep trading out. Just <laughs> do what you do, and just don't pretend. Don't be like, yeah, we'll pick Sony Michelle in the first round. That'll go really well, and then and then we'll take Nikhil Harry, also gone really well. Just trade <laughs> back and pick everyone in the seventh round. Oh. So this week's fixtures. Uh, we'll start at the top. Uh, I'm due to play Sean. I got a 78% chance of winning and having got 15 points out of the Eagles defense against the Giants, um, picked that up to cover the Ravens by. Uh, I'm in a good position. Sean's already changed his name to I'll take the L. And, it, and if you notice on, on his page, it'll say, mm-hmm. just like when we raced. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I'm, I'm quite, quite proud of that one because as soon as he changed his, I changed mine. I like that. Um, I'm still got Michael Thomas out, which meant I had to take him out of teams in all the leagues I have, um, which is disappointing. He's He's been a bit of a bust as a high round draft pick this year so far, but I'm strong at receiver, so I just slot Henry Ruggs in. Um, I feel pretty... He's got a tough matchup. Tough matchup. I know, that's why he was on the bench, but I've got no other options because I've got yeah. J.K. Dobbins, Ingram on a bye, Thomas injured, Pittman on IR... Um, he's, quite, a, he's a great he's a great player and he, he could do something really good but that that buck secondary is is very talented quite pleased I managed to uh, pick Tua up and he's going to start after the bye so he's going to be there to cover the bye week for Murray um, I haven't drafted him as a potential keeper I didn't necessarily want to cut him uh, but mm. I would have been forced to on my Kyler Murray bye so um, yeah quite pleased about that and I'm also pleased that Miles Sanders didn't play against the Giants or sort of cuts Sean's options on his lineup. Although, um, to be fair, it's forced Sean into actually starting DeAndre Swift, which mm-hmm. he, he probably would have won a couple of games if he'd started him. Um, yeah. 
tried to trade for him a couple of times uh, and he wasn't having it. So um, I think put, forcing him into the lineup is a, is a negative for you. Um, mm-hmm. And I mean, it could be, you look at the matchups, the matchups, the most important part of this, because the teams aren't even when you look at them in terms of brand name value. Mm-hmm. Um, but Josh Allen's got the Jets. Um, if that feels like a 40 odd point Josh Allen game, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Like just doing stuff. And then uh, Matt Barkley or someone comes in in the fourth quarter. It feels like that kind of game. Debo Samuel is back healthy and ready to roll um, and looks dangerous again. Uh, TJ Hawkinson and DeAndre Swift are both playing the, the Falcons who looked better last week. But the theory goes that when the coach gets fired, the next game is really good. And then everyone kind of settles back to the norm. Um, yeah. So we'll see what the Falcons do. Um, and I think that's, that's probably the key matchup there. I don't know. I feel good about Cincinnati this week, so I don't know about the Browns' defense, but they, they do get sacks, the Browns' defense. So I think it could be closer than it, it's than Sleeper is making it look. Um, yeah, but I, I, I can't I see Sean, especially um, Clyde, Clyde Edwards-Alaire against that Denver front seven. That's not an easy matchup. Yeah, so I, I feel confident I'm backing myself to win there. Um, are you agreeing? Yeah, I will on this one. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to make some drastic predictions to get back in the game, but I will. I'll, I don't see Sean beating you on this one. So then you are taking on Matty, which was looking like a fairly even matchup until your pickup and start of Carson Wentz for thirty-one point two six points has tipped the scales seventy-four percent in your favour. Um, you start and chase Claypool well. this weekend um, with. The Titans play in the very tough Pittsburgh defense. I noticed you've dropped your tight end as well in Johnny Smith, um, which I think is actually quite smart. You've just taken the double drop, getting both out of there, um, backing yourself against the Steelers defense, your boys. Um, mm. I see you winning this game. Yeah. Um, like, like you said, I have, to ha- I have to have a decision-making process, and the process is that despite the Steelers' secondary falling apart in the fourth quarter of games over the last few weeks, they're still strong. Um, and this is going to be running game on running game with a couple of big shots. Mm-hmm. Um, and AJ feels more like that red zone threat at the moment because I don't know if he's fully healthy. Um, and Johnny Smith was a disappointment last week, and he keeps picking up knocks, which is annoying. Um, that's why Ferkser had like 139 yards or something stupid. Um, and then, I mean, what, you, what you've got to take advantage of, again, it's the matchups. Claypool is just a multifaceted weapon. So you don't know how he's going to score. When he, I think I need to play him now. I didn't want to play Devin Singletary because he's been really disappointing, but he's playing the Jets, uh, as is Stefan Dix. Um, and that is my, a lot of my future, a lot of my, my success here rides on the Bills. Because yeah. I've got uh, got Singletary, Diggs, and the Bills defense. Um, I've gone full in on the streaming defenses tactic, and it's going okay so far. But yeah, I'm backing myself. That's fair. I've started taking it up for um, another one of my leagues, the old streaming defense thing, um, because I haven't got a good defense, so I'm just picking up whoever I've got. Whoever's um, playing the Giants or the Jets. Whoever's playing the Giants or the Jets. That, that's what <laughs> I'm aiming to do. Um, so, yeah, that's, uh, that, that's that matchup. I'm assuming you're backing yourself. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah thought so. So, um, we move on then to uh, Scott playing Matt Robert. 
No, Matt Rebez currently set a 96% chance <laughs> to win this game. Reason being, Scott's got two Dolphins on a bye. But when you look at his bench, because he hasn't played his Philadelphia and New York Giants players, he's only got Corey Davis as an option. Um, and he might have to double tight. Well, he's got to put his tight end in because Austin Hooper's out. And Chris um, Thompson. Yeah, he's really got to pick someone up or he's going to suck. But his team's trash anyway. I think... Matty, despite having a few players on buys, Justin Jefferson on a buy, I still think he's going to win quite comfortably there. Yeah, Slayton was disappointing for everybody involved um, on Thursday night. Uh, I believe if Scott doesn't set his lineup, that's a warning, right? And then it's, we, do we, is it two that we give him? Uh, it's a warning, yeah. He will set his lineup. I'm sure he will. Just you would have thought you would have put those Eagles and Giants in, wouldn't you? But, um, yeah, yeah, but he, so... he, looks at it, he looks at it once a week. That's fine. Uh, yeah, see, I would go against you on this, but but the players that he's got in, yeah, I mean, yeah, he's going to have to pick up some trash. So it's it's Robert, isn't it? It is. Um, we move on then to Steve versus Yogi in a four and two versus five and one matchup. Uh, Yogi is currently seventy percent chance of winning, um, and both guys have set their lineups. I look in at Steve's. He doesn't really have other options to to change his lineup. He does need to pick up a defense. Um, but on the whole, he's looking like he could come off second best here. I'm going to go with Steve on this one, um, mm. just because Antonio Gibson's got a really weak matchup and Washington could somehow seize first place. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so and he's also got DK back. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's going to be a great one. It does depend on what defense he streamed. You have to get on the waiver wire early to get those streaming defenses because basically if there's one or two people playing the waiver for streaming defenses, yeah, you're fucked because they will take the Jets Giants games. Yeah. Um so yeah, he's gonna he's got a bit of a he has there is there is one defense in particular he could and probably should pick up, which is in my bargain basement. But I'm gonna back Steve here because I think James Connor's gonna get heavy workload. DK's back. Uh Robert Tonyan, if he's a Tonyan, if he's healthy, um should give a nice little boost there and catch a touchdown. Um don't know what Ferks is going to do. That felt like a one week wonder. So yeah, yeah, it could be, but it's a it's a start for him, um, which is interesting. I would kind if I was Yogi, I would be starting Smith Schuster instead of Moore because Moore's got a really tough matchup against New Orleans, and if him and the running back don't do so well, then that's a, a big haul. I'd hedge my bets and start one and not the other. Um, that's what I do anyway. Um, but I still think Yogi's going to win this game, even if Steve picks up a defense. I'm going to keep it interesting. Um, think Yogi's got enough here. Um, so interesting, we go in two different ways. Um, lovely. Uh, I've jumped past uh, Ross and Jarman. Yes. Um, which uh, Ross 5 and 1, 76% chance to win. Um, he looks like he's going to do okay. Got Kamara back um, from their bye. I can't see Rob beating him. Rob's trash. I'm calling. I'm calling a Rob. You calling a Rob? Come from behind. Simply win. because Chris Carson is a threat, and he's a fantasy threat more than anything else. He, he just scores touchdowns. Uh, Russell Wilson's back. Uh, Jared McKinnon is going to be leading that San Francisco rushing attack. Well, splitting the lead. Brandon Cooks was probably one of Sean's biggest mistakes, um, <laughs> letting him go. He's now got Terry McLaurin um, against a shit, shit 
awful rubbish Dallas defense, um, which I got, uh, what did I get, a third-round pick for Terry McLaurin? Pretty happy with that. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got Justin Herbert feeding Hunter Henry the ball against a really crap Jacksonville defense that might not have Miles Jack. Um, and, yeah, the Giants were an odd defensive pickup um, because the Eagles do furious comebacks and score touchdowns. But, um, yeah, I think, I think it could be quite close. Um, I can see Rob Gronkowski just not getting the ball at all um, and Todd Gurley getting stymied against a pretty stout Detroit defense. Um, so, uh, yeah, I'm calling, I'm calling Rob to have his Seahawks win this for him. And, and Ross have a double two-game slide from top of the league to probably third or fourth. Interesting. Um, Super slide. So then, we're actually the game of the week this week is a bit of a left field choice. It's four and two Viney versus three and three Candy. Um, Just to keep Candy interested. It, it is a little bit. Candy's got seventy percent chance of winning, and this game could put them both on the same record if Candy wins. Uh, but it could push Viney into that playoff spot if he wins. So. Bit of bit on it. Those two actually quite like each other as humans as well. Uh, they both have shit haircuts, um, and neither of them are very good at doing press conferences. So, like, I, I, I just think there's a lot in this game, and of all of Candy's games, this is one that he there's a bit of banter with him and Viney. So, yeah, interesting one. Where do you where do you see this sitting? Uh, Candy's gonna win. <laughs> Uh, it's uh, like if you just compare the matchups, like uh, Aaron Rodgers will be great, but Deshaun Watson, that's going to be that's the big duel because they're playing each other. Yeah, um, uh, he's starting Gio Bernard Viney, um, which yes, it's the handcuffed Joe Mixon, but Gio Bernard ain't Joe Mixon, um, and they are going to split those carries. Um, it's, which uh... is great. There's no way on earth that Ezekiel Elliott's getting 17 points as the only threat with Dalton being shite um, against that Washington. And the Washington defense, defense is it's, very good. It's strong, isn't it? Very so, good. Um, I'm, I'm and I just think you, you do the matchups. Do the matchups. Like it, it's it's candy all over. So like Hunt and Elliott are probably equal. Bernard Henderson, if they ride Henderson, he's got the upper hand. Fuller Anderson. Equal, both number ones on their, on their offense. Yep. Odell Beckham, Keenan Allen, fuck knows what OBJ is going to do, but Keenan Allen, if he's healthy, we know what he's going to do. Darren Waller, Hayden Hurst. Uh, Hayden Hurst will get one or two catches for 45 yards. Darren Waller is one of the best tight ends in the game. The, the weakness there is Michael Gallup um, mm. for Candy, but at least he's not playing Dalton, uh, what was his name, Schultz mm. again. Or Nikhil uh, Harry. <laughs> or Nikhil Harry, yeah. I, I, he's just, um, yeah, that Pats fandom and homerism is just slowly dying. Mm. Um, but Viney does have Antonio Brown on the bench now, um, which we'll go into in the news. But I think that could help turn his season around. Why Viney isn't playing Chris Godwin is um, slightly beyond I me. think he hasn't set his lineup since last week when the Bucks were on a bye. Possibly. Possibly. Because um, Jerry Judy is a great receiver, but he is at the moment actually trailing in yardage and, and receptions to Tim Patrick, who <laughs> is a highlight of my bargain basement. Um, so I, I just, yeah, steal, the Steelers' defense going to have a tough time against the Titans. Uh, they're not going to give Viney the bailout that he usually has. So Candy's got this. Yeah, I agree. Candy is going to win that game of the week and they're both going to go four and three. So in a second, we're going to go into your bargain basement. 
Welcome to my bargain basement. Um, <laughs> Talk us through last week's bargain basement first, because you had quite a bold prediction about the number of points you were going to score and the number of people you were going to beat. Can you recap the number of people you thought you were going to beat? Because you named them, I believe. Four. Four. I believe that was going to be Mr. Matt Robert. Mm-hmm. Did not happen, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe that was going to be Scott, Candy and Matty. Um, in actual fact, we'll go through it. I, I beat three people. Um, Candy and Matty, as I predicted, and also Ross, <laughs> um, which I'm very happy about. So we'll run through it really quick uh, because I know most of you don't listen to the review. Um, so Stafford got 15 and a bit against Jacksonville. Not great. All right. Beat him. Um, Piran with uh, no Levan Bell got 4.6 points. Uh, he just doesn't look fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't really have any good running backs. Jamal Williams, uh, the Green Bay Packers got shut the fuck down. So they really did. Three and a half points. Um, Brandon Cooks, before he was snapped up by Jaman. Um, I think it's Jaman, isn't it? Yeah, this guy uh, got 17.3 points for me. Um, Deontay Johnson was obviously out. So I in I swapped AJ Green um, for 13.6 points. Uh, David Njoku, disappointing um, on his return, but he should be better this week. Uh, he got 1.2. Preston Williams, uh, 8.8. A couple of good catches for him. Uh, we'll see how he reacts with Tua next week. Bengals got 6.6. And Cairo Santos, my kicker of the week, got 16. Gave me 86.5 points. Uh, 86.7 <laughs> points. Um, obviously, I predicted 120. Too many. But I did beat three actual People. drafted teams well well done that's your best bargain basement performance of the season so far and the three of you he beat you're trash absolute trash <laughs> um anyway very go into this week's bargain basement my man okay uh not as strong a team on paper but could be interesting uh teddy bridgewater is my quarterback um because he got trust in teddy at some point jermichael hasty um, is my first running back. He is in line for some carries in that San Francisco very run-based offense. Mm-hmm. Um, he actually got more carries last week than McKinnon when most of it went down. Benny Snell's my other running back because it just feels like a touchdown vulture game for Benny Snell. Uh, Christian Kirk is my first wide receiver because he's turning into a legit deep threat and is finally beginning to break out and becoming the player that Madden thought he would be. Um, Tim Patrick, as aforementioned, probably the best receiver at the moment in terms of numbers on uh, the Broncos. Deontay Harris, because Michael Thomas and uh, Emmanuel Sanders are both out, uh, which leaves Deontay Harris and Traquan Smith as the starting receivers for the Saints. Ruh row. Um, <laughs> David Njoku is my tight end again because there is no Austin Hooper because he's sick. Mm, poorly Not sick, co- isn't he? Not COVID, but poorly sick. Hooper's got the squirts. Uh, Greg Zerline, because Greg DeLeg. Um, that's my explanation. Uh, and the Chargers, because they are facing the Jacksonville Jaguars. And they have a very talented team. Um, Nick Bosa is a wrecking ball. So, hoping for a few sacks on Gardner Minshew. And Gardner Minshew's taken to throwing these really weird, like, sky balls. You know I took the piss out of Kirk Cousins? Yeah. For doing... Yeah, now Gardner Minshew does it, but worse. Um, oh so there's some there's some picks up for grab, I think, for the Chargers defense. Heads up, Steve. 
There you go. Oh, I predict about I predict ninety points flat. Like ninety, 90 points point flat. Zero. So who yeah, and I'm gonna beat, are you going to beat? I'm going to beat uh, Viney because mm-hmm. his that is just a crappy week for Viney, um, and I believe I'll probably beat Rob. Just two this week, keeping just it two. keeping it humble. I don't want to go too much. <laughs> yeah, it'll be interesting when your bargain basement starts outperforming your uh, team itself because it could happen. It's not far off, my friend. Um, <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that's that's our predictions and uh, your bargain basement. Very good. Just to let you know, I've just done my second big thumb of the day. Haven't done one yet this season. Get two on the same day, um, which is good. Before. Yeah, lovely. Um, NFL news to wrap us up. Antonio Brown potentially getting more football somehow. Um, crazy. I just I I can't. Right, what I can't understand, right? Antonio Brown, who is. Under, under investigation still for sexual misconduct and, and rape allegations and this, that, and the other, is allowed to play for a football team. But Josh Gordon, who smokes weed, isn't. Mm. That makes no sense to me whatsoever. Um, like that, that he's still suspended, Josh Gordon. He can't play. And Martavis Bryant and, and people like that can't play mm. because they smoke some weed. Antonio Brown quite literally beats up women from the reports, allegedly, mm. and he's and, fine. Uh, yeah, it's ridiculous. And the quote from Bruce Arians going around at the beginning of the season, like, he's not a locker room fit, and we've not got the money, we've not got the space, we will not be signing Antonio Brown. Tom Brady is an asshole, And it, it just shows it more and more and more. No way, what a play. Sorry. <laughs> Wide open receiver in the end zone for, uh, for NC State. Uh, he caught it, and then as he fell to the ground threw it into the air and the defender just ran over and took it off him. <laughs> so it was a pick. Oh dear. Oh dear. Oh, that oh dear. Is, uh, that but is yeah, a bummer. I yeah, completely agree. Like he just shouldn't be playing. Brady is an arsehole. Um that gives them so many ridiculous receivers. Um and the Bucks still will Do you think they trade one? No. I don't. Do you think I cause I it just feels like it I, I, I think I, I told I don't think they trade anyone this year. They might trade one in the off season, but they because they'll be like Mike Evans. They'll be able to afford them all right now. They'll keep them all. Yeah, I feel like Mike Evans could be on his way out at some Mm. point, simply because he the connection with Brady has been short, sharp, and touchdown dependent. um, And Godwin's been his guy really, Mm -hmm. and Brady only needs one of those big time receivers. Yeah. Um, I think the Bucks could get a haul for, for Mike Evans at this point. You think you give Mike Evans to Phil Rivers and suddenly the Colts are a playoff team. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Very true. The Colts, the Colts still have the most cap room in the NFL. So, I mean, it, it could... Uh, I don't know. It feels like... It, it doesn't feel like business is finished yet. Um, and speaking of business, Yannick Ngokwe going to the Ravens. How are you feeling about that? Love it. Um, I think... The Calais Campbell impact of having been Ngakwe's mentor in Jacksonville um, when the fire sale in Minnesota was starting, I'm sure he was straight on the phone to say, come on, come come join us. It, it bolsters the Ravens' edge rush, which is already pretty good. We've got a lot of sacks so far this year, racking up five, six sacks games multiple times. I um, think it's a great move, and it's going to make that defence even stronger. Yeah, I'm not happy about it. Uh, <laughs> 
I, I think there's there needs to be some corresponding moves made. I think it's that kind of year for for the AFC North where you have to make some corresponding moves, especially when Devin Bush is now on IR. Yeah, the Steelers. Is, I think. That's a tough one for you guys. He was he's, Devin Bush is brilliant. Yeah, and I think the, the the problem there is that Tomlin's always like next guy up, next guy up, next guy up, and you get Robert Spillane coming in. He who Robert is, Spillane is, did make a good. massive hit. Um, on one, like his third play in, and he absolutely yeah. lamped someone. And I was, like, Hooper. I was like, okay, this guy can go. He's he's a great player. He is a really good player, but he ain't Devin Bush. And the, the, the expecting him to be able to just drop in there and be Devin Bush is is probably the problem. Um, and I think there needs to be some corresponding moves made by the Steelers. Otherwise, that there's going to be an issue. I mm. think. Um, and you've just got, I, th- I think you've got to look at who's available um, and who's doing fire sales at the moment. And I think, I mean, you could look maybe at Anthony Barr, maybe, as, but he's more, of a, he's more of an outside linebacker. Um, there's just not that many, um, not that many middle linebackers that would be available mm. uh, unless you go after like Avery Williamson um, of the Jets and whatever. So I don't know, but I think the AFC North is, is the most loaded division. Um, yeah, I can got great going there. I still, I still think there's some some decent trades to be done by teams that think they are in business. Um, I think the Colts could be doing some dealing because they're a good team, but they have very little in the way of good players mm. at the moment, which is a bit of a nightmare. Um, Marlon Mack really actually hurt, losing losing Marlon Mack hurt them, and I think losing Michael Pittman hurt them quite well, a lot as well. Yeah, I think Pittman was going to have a really good year. Um... I think they need a receiver. They need a receiver. Um, they need another receiver. If they if they want to to roll this through to the playoffs and use Philip Rivers to get to those type the, like the end of the playoffs, then they need another receiver. Um, and you've got to look at who's available out there. And to me, Adam Thielen looks quite uh, attractive at the moment for the Colts. Um, I think he could be a he could be a good addition for for that Indianapolis team if the Vikings are fire sailing. Yeah. Yeah, that could be a good pickup. I can see that happening too. Yeah. So, yeah, mm. some, I think more NFL news to come next week as the trade deadline approaches. Yes, um, absolutely. Are we, are we going to do an over-under on when Antonio Brown gets cut? Uh, yeah, let's do it. I think week 10. Uh, I'll, take the, I'll take the over on that. I think, I think he'll last until like two weeks before the playoffs okay i think i think week 14 15 he'll do something probably to bruce arian's daughter or something like that and then uh it'll be gone or probably to tom brady's daughter or son or wife something something gross something gross uh but yeah or he'll he'll get arrested um because he's still an idiot he's in the week he's the eight week suspension but he's still under investigation for sexual assault right yeah so they could just sign him. He could play a game and they could go, oh, well, you're playing professional football again. So we're just going to carry on this investigation and try and figure it out. Mm. Uh, sorry. <laughs> Suspended for four years. And bye-bye. Uh, Des Bryant to the practice squad of the Ravens before we round up. Yes. How's he allowed, to be, on the pra- how's he allowed to be on the practice squad? He's not Madden. All oh, right. I thought like you, have, you only have to be like a second or third year pro or whatever to be on the practice uh, squad. That's your limit. It's just Madden. And, they, um, and they've, they've changed a lot of it this year as well because of the COVID regulations. But yeah, no, you could, um, 
There's some. There is some oldies being signed to the practice squads. Damon mm. Harris. Uh, yeah, Damon Harrison. Snacks. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. in the Seahawks practice squad. Got a big chunky uh, contract offer from mm. the Dolphins, and went. Nah, I'll just stay here until they need me. Fair. Which is fair. Mm. Um, so yeah, interesting. Yeah. I will right. let you. I think it's time to wrap it up, but mate, because I think you want to go and watch the rugby, don't you? I can see see it in your eyes. <laughs> but yes, that's what I'm doing now. So have a lovely evening with Ross. Enjoy watching Borat. It's hilarious. And I will <laughs> see you two tomorrow morning about seven forty-five. Wonderful. Hope everyone's doing well. And yeah. um, Scott, set your lineup. Yeah. Take it easy, fellas. Good night. <laughs>